Hello and welcome to the Modern Detailer Podcast, Episode 1. I'm your host, Ryan Wachtel. Today we'll be talking Mobile Tech Expo, the new 2021 Genesis GV80, some recent releases from Dr. Beasley's, and some of my winter wash tips and techniques. So uh, upcoming, looks like this next Next week, January 31st through February 1st, is the Mobile Tech Expo in Orlando, Florida. And the day prior, um, January 30th, is their Education Day. Uh, There's several tracks they have running for the Education Day on, on Thursday. We've got business detailing. Um, the IDA has a track. Uh, there's marketing, products. PDR1 and PDR2. Um, so the expo looks pretty heavy in the uh, the PDR, the paintless dent removal topics. For the IDA track, um, if you're not familiar with the IDA, the IDA is the International Detailing Association. If you're at all interested in detailing as a professional, I would recommend that you check out the IDA. You can find them at the-ida.com. It's free to sign up to use the website and register for their events. They do have additional member benefits. Um, It's going to run about $110 a year for um, an operator of a detail business. And they also have different levels for um, reduced rates for students and different levels for suppliers, uh, manufacturers, and distributors. The tracks that the IDA is offering at the Mobile Tech Expo include Microfiber Explained, Paint Issues and How to Correct Them, Buffing Pads 101, Dealership Detailing, a Case Study in Expectations and Management, Managing Expectations, Profit Packaging and Pricing, Wet Sanding 101 and Spot Repair, and Boats and RVs, Oxidation Removal Made Easy. The education pass for the Mobile Tech Expo is $110, and if you just for the uh, Expo Pass for the just the Expo itself, it's $35. You can get more info on that at MobileTechExpo.com, and again, that runs um, January 31st through February 1st for the show days, and uh, Thursday, January 30th is that education day. So this past week, um, Genesis unveiled the GV80, which is their uh, new flagship SUV. Watched the, um, they were streaming the the unveil event. So I was watching watching that, and I initially saw it as kind of a mix of kind of a mashup of, of a lot of the the other current vehicles, uh, the current SUVs out on the market. I was particularly seeing a lot of influence from the Infiniti QX60. And it also kind of has some lines that remind me of uh, Jaguar F-Pace and the uh, Lincoln Aviator. So this is um, Genesis. This is their first SUV. Genesis has been doing a lot of, I think, a lot of nice work lately with the Genesis G70, which is their sedan that kind of competes in that segment with the BMW 3 Series. Uh, so, so I was I was optimistic and kind of excited to uh, see what they were coming out with for the for the SUV. Depending on who you 
we speak with, you could see that this is a competitor to uh, like the BMW X5 or X7, um, Mercedes GLE or GLS, Lincoln Aviator, Infiniti QX60, Cadillac XT6, Lexus RX 350L. Because it has three rows, that's why we you might see it listed as a competitor to the to those three row SUVs offered by some of the luxury brands like BMW, Mercedes-Benz, and that X7 and GLS. It's going to compete more on price with the BMW X5 or the Mercedes-Benz GLE. Size and feature-wise, you're getting into the X7 and GLS, but price-wise, you're shopping more at X5 or GLE prices. After the unveil, I saw a driving review from Asian Petrol Head on his YouTube channel. I like watching him because he get, tends to have early access to some of the the stuff coming out of South Korea, anything from Genesis, Kia, Hyundai. The interior, it evokes a lot of Lincoln-esque um, feeling when I see it. Something that really stands out on the interior is the, the two-spoke steering wheel. Which, which I, I kind of like. It's It's got a sophisticated retro look to it. Um, I like it. The GV80 appears to be coming with a, a whole lot of active safety um, features and safety features in driving assistance technologies. I noticed in that review video that there was a lot of kind of alerts and beeps and things going off. I, I think due to these different driving aids. So this may be the case where it's got a lot of driving assistance aids and people are going to end up turning some of them off just to to get rid of those intrusive noises and and alerts. It it does look like a like it looks like a solid offering from Genesis. I will be looking forward to seeing more about it, driving it sometime, seeing how well it kind of fits in with these other luxury SUVs on the market. Moving on to some recent releases from Dr. Beasley's. So I believe Dr. Beasley's is now shipping the new Nano Resin MX kit. If you're not familiar with Dr. Beasley's or the Nano Resin uh, ceramic coatings, um, Dr. Beasley's is an outfit in Chicago. They manufacture different car care products, everything from nano ceramic coatings for exterior and interior applications, the maintenance products for those coatings, and different interior and exterior cleaning products for cars. So the Nano Resin MX slots in right between two existing ceramic coating offerings from Dr. Beasley's. It's a step up from the Nano Resin and a step down from Nano Resin Pro. And I, I think the, the goal here was to get a, a coating out that was a little more, had a little more longevity, a little more durable, um, but didn't come with the high cost of Nano Resin Pro. So Nano Resin Pro is a 100% solids coating. There's no solvents in there. It's a, a VOC-free coating. This means that the, once you lay the coating on it, it's a lot thicker. It's also harder to apply. It, it takes quite a degree of skill to apply. It's, it's um, Nano Resin Pro goes on a lot stickier. 
out of all the nano resin coatings would be the most likely to to um, to leave some high spots where you haven't you know fully leveled the coating off. So I think nano resin MX um, tries to come in with the ease of application that you'd find in nano resin, where you're laying the product on, letting it flash off, and then wiping it away. Um, but has some you know it's a little thicker and it has a little more durability more towards the side of the the nano resin pro so nano resin mx has a five-year warranty when it's installed by an authorized detailer nano resin three-year warranty and the nano resin pro a nine-year warranty so in the in the grand scheme of how we tend to classify ceramic paint coatings uh, i would classify nano resin mx as a semi-permanent coating. Nano Resin Pro is generally looked at as a permanent coating, and then Nano Resin um, would also, along with Nano Resin MX, those would both be semi-permanent. So you can find out more about Nano Resin MX at drbeasleys.com. And Dr. Beasley's has also released a few other products recently that I think are worth checking out. I'll just note two of them right now. One is the Salt Chisel, and the other is water spot remover. I know in um, in Wisconsin here in Madison, we've got hard water all over the place. Um, it can be a, a big issue when you're you know, just using water straight from the tap. And if you're not running that through uh, like a DI water filter, you're almost guaranteed to end up with water spotting if you don't fully um, remove all that water from the car when you're done. And a product like Water Spot Remover would help remove those hard water deposits if they get baked onto the paint. Because if you don't remove them, they are going to start to etch into the clear coat. And um, at that point, then you've got what we call below surface defects that you would need to to polish and level down that clear coat to actually remove. And then salt chisel is great for cleaning up mats, um, car mats or carpeting in winter when you get the the salt from uh, the road salt it gets on your shoes, you get in the car, it gets on the carpet. That can really get embedded into those carpet fibers and just using soap and water isn't gonna break those down. Even using a steamer, usually isn't going to get them if they've been baked on. So you really need cleaner like salt chisel that's going to break down the salt and restore your um, restore your carpet. Speaking of winter and salt, I wanted to talk about washing cars in winter. And one of my favorite products that I use to help get me through the winter. So there's a couple things that we need to consider in winter. So uh, I'm in northern climate in Madison, Wisconsin, and there's some parts of the year, this week in particular, where it's just too cold to wash a car outside. Um, unless you have a indoor heated bay, you're not going to be able to wash your car outside. So what we often do is run the car through one of the automatic washes. Now, if you're going to do this, make sure it's a touchless wash, not soft touch. Soft touch still means that brushes are touching the car and we don't want that. So touchless wash, I have found are great for winter, but 
the touchless wash does not seem to do a good job of getting that those salt that road salt deposit off the side of the car um you know especially especially near the rocker panels the lower doors let's let's say that we get a a good snow around here it starts to melt and freeze and they start putting salt down on the road and that starts to melt and as you're driving through this this is all splashing up along the side of your car and then as that water dries we're left with the you know white salty spots that are all along the um you know stuck to the paint all along the side of the car so to help get that cleaned off going through the touchless washes i've been using a, a product from ammo nyc called ammo boost winter wash and what i do is take about three or four squirts of this boost winter wash uh, just put it into a 12 or 16 ounce bottle of distilled water shake it up and then right before i drive through the automatic wash i spray down the the rocker panels and the basically the the whole lower half of the car and that starts to break down the road salt and once i get into the automatic wash and then let that do its job the car is going to come out a lot cleaner than if you had not sprayed the um the winter wash on the ammo boost winter wash has a um a couple really nice properties it's going to neutralize the winter road salt it's going to leave behind an anti-rust some anti-rust corrosion inhibitors and it's also going to if you use this in your normal wash mix if you treat it as like an additive to your soap it's going to increase your suds and help neutralize the hard water in in your bucket so i always have a bottle of this around i use it as an additive to my bucket wash and then i mix up these bottles to um, spray along this you know the bottom and sides of the car in winter before running through the, the automatic touchless washes uh so i wanted to l tell you about that product it's it's really been a great help to me. And on that note of salt, this winter road salt, I also want to talk about exercising caution when doing a waterless or a rinseless wash in winter. Over the years, I've had a lot of lease vehicles and I've been kind of observing how they, how they age, what type of wear and tear someone can expect when buying a new car, how to preserve that new car and in general how our behavior and caring for the cars help um you know, how that impacts how the cars age and one thing i found is for the most part a, a rinseless wash or a wireless wash can be done safely without introducing any scratches done very carefully without introducing any micro marring but there's one point where it becomes very dangerous, and I think that is when you have the dried on salt on the side of the car. Because as soon as you, you know, no matter how much you wet down the panel, if let's say you soak it down with a waterless wash and, and wipe it, or you've got some um, 
some microfiber towels that have been soaking in the the rinseless wash and you're you're using that to wipe down um, a panel on the car you're bound to have some of those salt particles getting caught between the microfiber and the paint and it's going to cause micromarring i i just tried this the other day because i i've been testing on a, a newly polished panel just to to see how much I could get away with in terms of the quick detailers and waterless wash and rinseless wash. And I, on a panel that, that had been covered in some of the road salt and allowed to, you know, to dry, I, I was unable to safely clean that using the rinseless wash without introducing some very fine, um, micromarine. If you do catch it right away, so let's say you go out for a drive, you get back in, and the car just looks wet. So this that the salt hasn't started, the water hasn't started to evaporate yet. It's just um, you've kind of got a salty mix of of water on the car. If you get to it right away, if you do like a rinseless wash and get get that off, uh, you're going to be a lot a lot safer. Um, that's probably going to work for you. But after you let it dry, so once you can actually see the white deposits, the the road salt, then I would completely skip the waterless wash, skip the rinseless wash, and um, in my case, I would, you know, if if I couldn't do a a proper wash outside, I would grab that bottle of Ammo Boost Winter Wash, and then I'd take it down to the uh, Touchless Wash. I'd spray it down and run it through. And then after it comes out, dry the car down and you're good to go. All right, that's all for today. Thank you so much for joining us on our first episode of the Modern Detailer Podcast. I'm Ryan Wachtel, and I'll see you next time.